You are listening to the Improv Save My Life podcast, brought to you on Bits, the Boston Improv Talk Station. Hey guys, this is Zach, Bill, and Ryan from Deep Pod Cuts. That's right, uh, we bring you the deepest, coolest, new, and existing podcasts that are going on right now. So if you're looking for an interesting way to get your feet wet in the world of podcasting, but don't want to trudge through endless hours of boring blah 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 listen to deep pod cuts where all the podcasts are interesting and may or may not be made up all right welcome to episode 29 of the improv save my life podcast i'm your host tom boyer this week i am uh joined by co-host gerald Mackey. what's going on gerald hey what's going on tom not much. Um, Jeral is a member of Buscow. He's also a student at the IA Training Center. And this week's guest is Teddy Myers. What's going on, Teddy? Hello. Teddy is a member of OK Cowboy, Mrs. Peanut, IA House Teams, and... Doppelgiggle. Doppelgiggle. Yeah. <laughs> um... So I think you've both listened to the podcast before, so I don't need to go through it too much. But uh, we usually like to get the guests uh, kind of where they came from and then what kind of sparked their interest in improv. Yeah. So if you could take me through that. Sure. Um, from a little town in upstate New York called Vestal, New York. You guys heard of it? No. no. <laughs> is it, is it like the first of you? Vestal, V-E-S-T-A-L. Um, the first thing I thought of when you said it was, I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, small town, great place to grow up, not much to do. Big family? Uh, yeah, real big family, actually. I'm one of six kids now. Uh, when I was like 14, we adopted Molly, my little sister, from China. She was like six months old. And then just a couple years ago, my mom was like, oh, all my kids are leaving the house. I'm going to go adopt another kid. Nice. Uh, so I have two younger adopted siblings, which are great. Annie Kate is four, and she is the best improviser that I have ever seen. I've said this before. I kids up and you know until they get self conscious, they basically improvise all day when they're playing. Yeah, it's what we try to do. Yeah, and create worlds for yourself. Just go with it. Yeah, um, yeah. And she like we'll be playing around and stuff, playing make believe and. Uh, and she like picks up on game. <laughs> I noticed really quick. <laughs> She'll have an umbrella. I'll be like, oh no, it's raining. And then I'll put it down and be like, oh, it's like sunny again. And we'll go about doing the thing. And then she'll be like, oh, it's raining. And she'll pick it up again <laughs> and then back down. The only thing is, is uh, she doesn't know how to edit. <laughs> so, we'll terrible just keep, we'll, we'll, just, we'll keep doing that same game over and over. And over. She's just hiding that's all, that's all. So. Uh, Yeah. So um, from Vestal. Um, I did. I was actually really into performing comedy in high school, but I didn't. It's almost like I didn't realize it. I would audition or audition, right? I would run for class president uh, every year that I could, just so I could get up and do a performance. You so know? you would? Did you have to give speeches? Yeah. Well, that's what I meant by speech. Speech perform. To me, oh, yeah. it was like a performance. <laughs> so it's like dress my you friends up. A great like, politician. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and then in high school, also we we had a, a talent show. My friends and I were the MCs of, but it wasn't a talent show, it was talent fest. Ah. Because when you're in Vestal, New York, guys, this is like a big, big deal. <laughs> talent fest. So we were the MCs, we'd introduce the acts, but we'd also have to write like 20 sketches to do in between. Um, and it was a blast. Like, we had so much fun doing it, and 
for some reason, when I went off to college, I was just like, well, that's over. Now let's study business. <laughs> um, and I just totally dropped it until, it was like my senior year of college, I hit this like existential crisis. I was like, what am I doing? Is this the path I want to be on? I started taking like poetry classes, <laughs> intro to acting. Mm. Uh, I took existential philosophy, which is how I knew I was having an existential <laughs> crisis to begin with. Uh, and then it was after college, I was living at home and I was like, man, I used to love doing this comedy stuff. So I did that thing a lot of people do, I think, where you backtrack, like, who writes for SNL? Okay, what did they do? Mm-hmm. Oh, improv. Next person, improv, improv, improv. Uh, so I found a class, I actually found a class in my hometown, we did a little short form, um, but then when I moved to Boston, I moved on a Sunday, my first class was Monday, really? I saw a house team show on Tuesday, I saw Leather Gang do their thing. Did like, you move here specifically for that? No, I moved here to not live in Bestel. Uh, <laughs> it's a great story, like you were backtracking and said, everyone came from Boston. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like coming to America, take me to Queens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that was it. And I mean, I was hooked before, and then I saw Leather Gang do like that airport structure. They just got one word and just went off, created this world. I was like, people do this. This is amazing. Teach me. Yeah. Something about seeing your first improv show where you're just like, because when you're in class, you know, you're dealing with people on the same level. But uh, I didn't see my first improv show until, you know, I realized I got free classes here, uh, free shows if you're taking classes. It's blown away, and I think it was a house team show too, which I didn't even realize. I don't think at the time was you know partially comprised of other students and graduates. It just yeah. seemed like everybody was you know professionals on, on the yeah. stage. Yeah, they make it look really easy. I would say uh, house teams just um, over the last two months. Uh, it's always been good. But I think it's really been on a roll lately. I, I've enjoyed every house team's performance I've been to recently. Yeah, I mean the competition to audition has just gotten come through the roof. There's so many talented people. I mean, I think even when I made it, I was not that good. Really? Like, I still like, was didn't really know exactly what I was doing. Well, I mean, I think they put me on a team with other people who you know, would carry me. Um, but if I went back and audition now the way it was, I mean, it'd take me a long time, I think. I did an audition the other day, and I don't know. Uh, I was looking for you. I wish <laughs> you did. I thought about it, and I've auditioned in the past, but... Um, I do terrible at the auditions, and uh, I kind of decided I think I want to work on getting better before I audition again. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's the right thing to do, because maybe being, say, auditioning is part of getting better. Yeah. 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 Maybe I need to get more comfortable with the audition process. Maybe if I had a good audition, because I'm hit or miss. Sometimes I have really good scenes. You killed it on Monday at Hennessy's, man. You had a really great show. Thank you. I felt, I felt good about that one. But then, like, there's at times when I feel like, oh, God, that was terrible. So I, I, I could conceivably have made it uh, to house teams. But then I think I would have been, like, in over my head. But I don't know if that's something that you need to do, like, jump in over your head and just start swimming. I mean, you do. Um, at the same time, I don't know. There, there is definitely some something to be said about just, you know, take a break from that and really just work it and, you know, get out of your head. I know uh, in Improv Boston, they have like the Yap workshop on Sundays. I did that when I was taking classes. I couldn't get enough of this. I was like, I want to do more. And I started going that, which is like, it's very loose. There's like 30 people, but it's such like an environment of, I remember there was one time I walked out, I was like, I'm just going to scream like a rock star this scene. Like, 
I would never do that in a class or like yeah. in an audition, but I just it's went for it. Yeah. yeah, and it kind of gets you gets you out. They also have uh, something called Coffee Break, which I think is all about, or at least one that I saw it was like about practicing for auditions. Hmm. So you can look into that too. Yeah, they have a lot of good classes up there. There's one, and it, it's weird. I went on. Um, so I met with Jeremy once, just and uh, actually to talk about. I wanted to find out if I could use IA to do the uh, podcast. And it's like, yeah, but uh, I'd like to meet with you anyway, just to talk about mm-hmm. you know, improv. I was like, wow, I'm honored. So, <laughs> uh, Show up in like a suit and tie. <laughs> so I didn't know how much time he wanted to talk to me for, and I didn't know. Um, I thought it was just about the podcast, so I was like, it's inappropriate for me to bring up like my performance, yeah. you know, because, you know, he's, he's giving me his time right now. But he was like, so is there anything you want to talk about? I'm like, oh. Yes, <laughs> yes, I do. What What do you think I need to work on? And he told me, uh, probably just take a, like a, just a straight up acting class, non-improv related yeah. acting class in um, speech and movement, um, which I looked into. It's, it's tough. Like, um, there's a ton of acting classes, like Boston mm-hmm. casting, but like, it's expensive and I don't necessarily want to be just an actor, but I, I I could see myself taking a class at some point when I have more time. But um, I put it out there on the I I B um, message board, uh-huh. which is an awesome utility. Uh, if you're listening, if you have any improv related questions, you'll get a ton of feedback. Improv Boston community, it's called. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I put out. Uh, does anybody know any good um, classes for uh, movement and acting? And uh, Will Luera responded and said that. They used to teach a class like that, and he reached out to the instructor, to see if she would do it again. She said she would, and now they have the class is happening this month. Oh and wow! It's because I put a post there. You know? <laughs> Crazy. So you're the reason they did it, but then you never took it. <laughs> oh, it's this, it's this month. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. Awesome. Yeah, I want to take that too. It's a Seems one day good. masterclass. I'll send you the link after. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a uh, this whole community is great. Yeah. But sorry, I kind of derailed your <laughs> story. No. <laughs> Um, so after college, you came to Boston. Uh, did you like because it was on the East Coast, or because yeah, they had I, I went to school in Providence. Um, so the majority of my friends are from New England area, and a ton of them are now in Boston. So it seemed like all right, I'm not going here, and I don't know anyone. Um, so it just seemed like the right thing to do. I wanted to be in a city. Um, New York City scares the crap out of me, so I didn't want to go there yet. Right. Yeah, I just did it. it. Worked out. Glad I did. So you jumped right into classes, went through the training center. How did you find the, uh, that experience? Uh, yeah, it was great. I, it was just so much fun. Uh, I looked forward to every. I treated every class like I do a show now. You yeah. know, it's like I'm not gonna drink the night before. I gotta get a good night's <laughs> sleep. On the train on the way there, I had like different apps I would use. I would like, oh, let me play a memory game, like get my brain going. Was, I'm like taking notes of what I should be doing before uh, <laughs> before class now. Wow, it's pretty intense. Yeah, it was a little hardcore. Yeah. Anytime I, I see, like on a class day, or even not on a class day, if I think of like something like, hey, this would be a good offer, you know, I'm like, remember this for class. Yeah. Because <laughs> I always want to have the best, I think everybody wants to have the best scenes. Yeah. Yeah, not that you necessarily do, but. Yeah, that's always going through my head. It's, like, it's funny you say that because when I first started, I was like, "This is this is improv." I, I can't pull in anything that I recalled from a from a previous day, so I would just ignore it. Now I do a little bit more of the of the writing down because you, you do come up with good ideas. You know, hmm, I don't know where the scene is going to go, but um, yeah, that, that could be a good initiation. I have, yeah, I have a weird. I, I won't 
It's like say we we do a scene and it works, and then we do a venue somewhere else. I won't. I'll never try to do that scene again. I feel that's kind of cheating. But oh yeah. As far as offers go, because uh, once you do the offer, the scene can go anywhere. Yeah. Um, and I won't. I won't use the same offer again either. But uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it's bad to have a couple preloaded offers that you think are funny. So, so, so do you like save your really good offers for a show? I don't so have like, a ton of them. Practice, <laughs> you know, this is practice. Consult my giant book of offers. <laughs> Someone should write that. That would be really good. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I, I mean, that's definitely the farthest you'd want to go yeah. as far as pre-planning goes. I mean, you could just come in with an emotion, come in with a line, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it doesn't it's, hurt I, though to just get inspired by the scene before you too. You know, it, it needs to be so loose, especially for that first offer. It's really the second line, that third line. That's yeah. Great. And yeah. as long as you don't try to force whatever you thought you, the direction your offer was going to go, it's like it's going to be hilarious. He's going to say this, and I'm going to say that. <laughs> Everyone's going to laugh, and then when <laughs> you say something, and then they say not what you thought, you can't be like, no, I think you mean this. Yeah. Yeah. I had one uh, house team audition. Uh, where I did, I, I was like, kind of, I was sitting there and I was thinking like, okay, you know, you know, they're going to call your name. You know, you're going to have a first line. Why not have like a first line yeah. kind of in the back, in your back pocket. And, uh, I walked out and Jeff K stepped out with me and I said, uh, you got a lot of balls coming in here to see me. That's, that's good. Right. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. really say anything, but it's like brings a lot to it. Yeah. And he Put his hands out like he was holding something. He goes, "I know you mailed me seven thousand balls." <laughs> like I literally just stood there. I was like, "That is so not what I was expecting you to say." That, I mean, I couldn't have thought of a better response though. Yeah, oh yeah, it just like really bit me in the ass. I was like, "All right, I'm not gonna think about this anymore." Exactly. <laughs> um, do you remember your house first house or how many times you tried for house teams before you made it? Twice. Twice. Um, uh, yeah, I remember them both vividly, actually. I went home and just thought about them over and over and over. Uh, it was actually a funny story. My very first audition, I did a scene with this guy where we owned a strip club, but then like two seconds later, we're like, we should buy a strip club. <laughs> and then like two lines later, we're like, strippers. And we got the note in between. It was like, uh, yeah, just, you know, a lot of people seem like they weren't listening. <laughs> that is so mean. But the funny story is, is uh, two runs later, I made it. And I'm walking out with Dave Grinstead. I introduced myself to him. And I told him, man, I'm so glad. Like, this went great. My first one was so bad. I did this scene with this guy. And, like, he was a stripper. We were, he let me go. And he just goes, that was me. <laughs> I, was, I was I was that guy. So I'm, I'm curious. Um, how much of the auditions, your performance is driven by who your scene partner is? So, so can can you have a great scene if the person who you're playing with is not listening, uh, ignoring the reality, etc.? Um, I think you can have a great audition if you go out with someone like that because you've got these incredible professionals watching you. They know what's happening. It's not like an audience member like, well, he didn't make us laugh, so yeah. check mark. Um, you know, in fact, I think it can work to your benefit if you, you know, if you don't uh, give in to the pressure. They're giving you nothing. Yeah. If you keep your cool and just, you know, yes and they're, they're the last thing that they say mm -hmm. uh, and, and just grind it out, I think you can impress them even more wow, as opposed to walking out with, like, a Brian Patterson who he's just going to be like, 
come on with me for this really yeah. funny scene. Because yeah. sometimes when I'm at the Halcyon auditions, it seems as though like some folks are trying to angle who else is getting up. I don't want to play with them. Let me not, not get up. <laughs> yeah, right, so, I've uh, heard people. <laughs> I've heard people talk about that too. Yeah. Uh, my advice would be uh, do the opposite. If you see a guy, you're like, I've never seen him before in my life. Like, mm. challenge yourself to go out with him. And uh, I made it a point my first house team. <laughs> I was a I lot. Think, I think were we in the scene together for an audition? Or not a scene, but we're on the same. Not sure. Back. It's all kind of. I'm so nervous at house team auditions that I couldn't tell you who was any in any of my scenes. But I remember my. I don't know why. <laughs> I was at my cockiest when I first started doing improv. Oh. <laughs> but in my head, but not actually on. You know when I got right. up on stage. But like, I remember my first house team audition. I was like, I'm specifically not going in with anybody from my group because I want to show these people that I don't need yeah. people in my class. And then I'm like, they don't even know who's in my class. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not going to be like, wow, this new kid has some balls on him. Let's put him on. You know, like, none, of that, none of those thoughts went through their head. They're just no, like, who no, is no. this kid? <laughs> uh, kid. Like the oldest guy. <laughs> no, no, that's funny. I was just talking to my mom. I was like, yeah, this kid I work with, and then I stopped and I was like, I wonder what age I'm going to stop referring to people my age as kids. kids yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be 50, 50 years old, but like, this kid retired. From <laughs> <laughs> a nice party. How, uh, how was your first house team's show? Were, did you, were you nervous? Uh, yeah. I, I remember my first house team show. This isn't what happened, but it, in my mind, I was just, I was hugging the pole like a koala bear at both legs. Like, I just... And I remember people came to see me too. It was my, I've been talking about improv and taking classes. Finally, they can come see me. And afterwards, I was just like, did I not get out there enough? And they were all like, yeah, you didn't really get out there that much. <laughs> like, God, um, but yeah, it, it, it took a little time. I think by the fifth, sixth week, I, I was comfortable stepping out there when, when my time was up. Nice. Now, how did you get involved with the other uh, groups that you're a part of. Uh, OK Cowboy was uh, Ben Lewis week. So we had been on house teams for a couple runs. And it seemed like everyone at that point, most people had another group. You know, the Just Suspects had their own thing. And there was some of us who had kind of, you know, now it's two, three runs. We're on house teams. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we want to be doing it every day of our lives. So uh, it was just kind of a no-brainer. He was like, hey, look, I'm going to start a group. Do you want to do it? Yeah. Dave Brinstead, yeah. Uh, grabbed a couple people from IB. There's, I think there's just three of us original people now. I'd say we were more of like a practice group at first. I think that's how most groups, yeah. most people's first groups start is, is kind of like um, just people get together to practice and yeah, hopefully get some shows. Yeah, and then you know once Y Comedy started, and then uh, Dave Brinson's really great about you know keeping you active. He's always booking our shows at Uncle Compliment or whatever. He's uh, he's really good. Like uh, uh, house teams, he jumped into a, a character, WB Mason. Uh, did you see that scene? Yeah, uh, we we went on next, so I was out back. I heard heard all about it though. Correct. Yeah. But uh, every week uh, I see him, I'm like, wow, this guy. And it seems like he's getting better almost all the time. Yeah, uh, I think he has a big future ahead of him. Uh, and he's just a nice, nice guy too. Yeah, I know. I want to, I want to hand him like that basketball from Space Jam. So I can just like suck all of this power away from him. Did he do like a 
a remix of that with Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> oh, thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> the first Space Jam was no gem. <laughs> <laughs> Had some good songs. I Believe I Can Fly by R. Kelly came from that song. That movie. It did? Yeah. Huh. Did you say the first Space Jam? I may have. <laughs> well, then there, apparently there was a Kevin Durant sequel. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know if it was, was Space Jam, but it's the same thing. Some kid gets his powers and now he can't play basketball. Oh, was it like Mike? May have been. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. You, I thought there was like a Space Jams 2 out there that I haven't seen that I was like, I'm going to go right now. There's a lot of supernatural uh, basketball movies. There's one. Kazam uh, with Shaq is another one. It was uh, the one with the. Uh, Kid that played Dwayne Wayne, not Dwayne Wade, but Dwayne Wayne from uh, Different Worlds, and one of the Wayne's brothers, where one of them died, and then he took over his body as a ghost on the basketball court. I think it was called The Sixth Man. <laughs> that would be an appropriate title. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, so that was okay, cowboy. And yeah, uh, Doppelgiggle, Two Man Sketch Group. Uh, uh, Dave started Mrs. Peanuts uh, from people from his sketch writing class. Ben asked me, hey, do you want to do a two-man sketch? I hadn't done any sketch at all, uh, well, since high school, but we called them skits back then. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, yeah, sure. Um, he did most of the writing, and it really it works on stage because Ben... Ben is, has this just such this like manic energy thing. Right. Uh, and I, I think I bring the total opposite. Like I'll just sit there and be like, oh, okay, and uh, play a good straight man yeah. to him, I guess. Uh, yeah. So that's been a lot of fun. And uh, we we do a lot of we do a lot of improv with it as well on stage. Not so much with the lines, uh, kind of. So we're not like uh, friends of Gertrude is uh, Sam Ike's in that group, and they like right. literally just have like plot points that they're gonna hit and an end line, and they improvise the whole thing. So I'm not talking about that. But just as far as like stage direction goes, um, it's really fun to get to, you know, he'll write this whole long thing and then what ends up happening on stage isn't always that, but we kind of have like an ear for the audience, um, uh, which is which is really fun to play with because you still kind of have that improv of like, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it, I didn't realize um, how much improv there is in sketch, you know, just because I think a lot of people that Two sketch started probably in improv, mm-hmm. um, and we did we did like the Just Suspect show last Wednesday, which is a lot of sketch. But they just kind of it's not like you you memorize a script like you know your beats and you just go out there and do your thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it's cool to have that uh, to have that improv training kind of in the back of your mind, so you know you're never gonna freeze up there and and you know. Even if you forget your line, you could probably come up with something that move it along and yeah, still exactly. be entertaining. And you kind of just have that that ear for like this is going too long. Like Ben had, uh, we had a sketch once where it was really funny. He was, uh, I was his roommate. I was moving away. I was at the gate for the airplane. I wasn't on stage, and it's just him running to this music from some romantic comedy <laughs> where that happens. Uh, but then he'll like stop and get a water and interact, and then he runs again. Uh, but like he was running, and then I had this moment. I was like, oh. I know he's going till the end of the song and like the audience is now kind of been like, uh, uh, so like that training kind of kicks in and I like grabbed the God mic and I like made an announcement as the thing and like got like a little laugh, just enough to kind of like mm-hmm. keep him with yeah. us until, until the end. Um, 
yeah, that's one thing I love about doing doing sketch is just kind of get to play with it. Yeah. Still have that little bit of that like messing with each other on stage. So where do you want your career to go? Is you um, would you want to go to NXT and then could you see yourself going to the main stage? You do improv full time now? No. Oh. Uh, money wise or time wise? <laughs> Anyways, when you say career, I was like, wow, <laughs> he's living off improv. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I'm not really stuck to the idea. Um, but, I mean, geez, if I were to make NXT and it's a blast and they asked me to do it, I mean, God, hell yeah, I would. I don't. It doesn't matter what job. If someone in New York City was like, we'll pay $3 million a year. <laughs> Well, now that I said actually three million is a lot. Of <laughs> yeah. You can take a jet. Actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm just kind of going with it. I, the day to day, I just want to, I just want to get better at it, man. Yeah. I'm not, still don't see myself quite at that like that next level of, you know, you see Trevor, these guys go out. It doesn't matter yeah. what the hell happens. Yeah. They're gonna, in two seconds, there's a scene. There's a that scene has that like why are we here today thing to it and I wonder if that feeling always is there like I wonder if Trevor feels that way like oh, I just want to get better so I could be like whoever his you know <laughs> idol is right now you know get him on the podcast ask him that question <laughs> and let me know the answer I'd love to know that uh, but I do have an ultimate goal uh, which world is world domination <laughs> no no better than that uh, to host the Price is Right since I was a kid, that was just my favorite. I would fake sick so much. It's <laughs> really? Like it's just when noon hit, I was like, oh, I feel better. Yeah, I think I'm going to school now. My uh, grandmother loves The Price is Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think most grandmothers <laughs> love The Price is Right. It's Drew Carey now, right? Ugh, don't get me started. <laughs> yeah, I think She's that was... no Bob Walker. But... I actually, actually thought... I saw this on Facebook the other day, but... It's true. Uh, if you stayed home sick, you watched The Price of Right. Like, yeah. it was just a given. Yeah. Like, it was cartoons, 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 Price of Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then back to cartoons. <laughs> yeah, when, uh, when I was younger, we got a dog. Um, so cliche. She followed my brother, Timmy, home, uh, home from school. She was a colleague. We named her last. Like, <laughs> Makes sense, yeah. Awesome <laughs> uh, but I, I was very, I was so adamant with my mother. I was like, Mom, you... We have to get Lassie spayed and neutered. Like, he's <laughs> like, what is your fix? And then it's like, oh, the price is right. That's why. I was always hung up um, on Ninja Turtles. They would do like little PSAs at the end. Yeah. Um, and they, Raphael came out and there was a, a dolphin with like the uh, six pack containers, you know, like those. If you get a six pack of cans, the little plastic mm -hmm. thing that holds yeah. it together. Oh. Like on the dolphin's nose. <laughs> yeah. And he, he's the side to cut it off. He's like, hey, kids. Before you throw out these six-pack containers, make sure you cut them up because fish are getting caught up with them. And like, I was like adamant about that with my mom, and I'm like, "You gotta cut that up, <laughs> dolphins." That's so funny. I must have seen that because I actually, I think I still do the same thing. Uh, which I, living in the middle of New York State, I'm not sure what dolphin was going to get wrapped around <laughs> my soda can thing. But, yeah, that's funny. Um, can you remember? A worst moment on stage? Um, yeah. That, well, that audition was, <laughs> my first audition was definitely <laughs> pretty bad. Uh, I had one recently that uh, 
It was uh, Monday night, so Mrs. Peanuts was doing the Monday night show at Improv Asylum, uh, the Booby Trap, and then I got asked to do the improv part afterwards, which was awesome. I was so pumped. I'm doing scenes with Trevor, Ashley, and like all these amazing yeah. people. Uh, <laughs> there was one scene where the, there was three people on stage. Two of them were skateboarding, bragging about their tricks, and they were going to have a skate off. And it was announced as you know, like, "All right, let's have a skate off." And then I stepped in, no no character, nothing. I just go, oh, it's a skate-off. I think that's funny. <laughs> the audience did not. No one did. Everyone on stage just looked at me like, like, we know, we know. Does he know we're doing a scene right now? <laughs> who, who is the, do you watch The Simpsons? Uh, yeah. Who was the cartoon dog that came in? <laughs> oh, yeah. With the sunglasses? Yeah. Oh, I forget who. Shoot everyone at home right now. That's, that's what that reminds me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, kids. <clears throat> um, that was really that was really embarrassing. Uh, I did it again too. I, I thought same. I was gonna try to save it and come out the second time. And I was just like, no, <laughs> why you give up, man? I would have cracked up. I, I think it's funny. <laughs> um, what about best moment? Uh, best. That's tough. Um, there was. A run of house teams where I was obsessed with doing callbacks uh, to the point where I think someone like said something like, wow, you really like doing callbacks? And basically being like, yo, cut it out. You're doing this every freaking time. Uh, but there was one that really worked. Someone, uh, Dewar, I mean, Dewar's the whole reason it happened. He came out and he was like, sorry, I'm late to the book club. Uh, I got hijacked. I got carjacked by a bunch of ninjas. And so uh, Mary Largent and I, we shoot each other a look right opposite pole like well we have to see this right we tag them out we do like a judo kick like snap the neck and carjack them and they go back to it uh and then at the end of the show like 15 minutes later uh, alex kagi's playing fabio for some reason <laughs> which is hilarious and uh nick cosmo's giving him a, a his driver's test uh but they're back in a car it's the end of the scene there's like a huge crowd there too and I just looked at Mary, and we're both like, oh, we're going to do this. We're about to do it. We judo kicked out. People started screaming just like at the judo kick. Uh, I got a huge reaction, lights. Uh, I, I don't think I slept that night. It was wow. just, it's a great feeling, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I'm curious to know, like, do you feel as though improv has come easy to you? So you made house teams into auditions. You're doing some great work now. Has it, has it felt as easy as it might seem just following a narrative? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like, at least with me, there's so many highs and lows where I'll have shows where I'm like, you know, not even thinking, it's great, you're out there, you're just kind of doing it, and then there's times where I just I feel like I'm just reaching, like I, it, it's just so hard. Um, it, it's weird, like at House Team Auditions, uh, just the other day, there was a note in between Jeremy's like, make sure you're like yes handing the last thing that they say and like adding to the new information. It's like a super basic, basic improv piece of advice. And there's part of me that was like, I don't know if I do that. <laughs> like, you go through these moments. Yeah. yeah, it's like my golf game. It's like, I figured it out. I figured it out. What the hell am I doing? Oh, I think I figured it out. No, I don't. Um, yeah, no, it's still, that's what I'm saying. That's, uh, I think that next level is, is getting over that. Mm. To be someone that you can consistently, I think it's about consistency, really. That's what separates it. All right. Uh, just, Jarrell, how did you get into improv? So I got into, so specifically I got into improv. This would have been 
about a year ago, my wife and I, we were, we were walking past um, in Proud Boston, and we went downstairs, and it wasn't a show being held, but you know, they have the information in, in front. It's like, you too can pick a class. So my wife is, is an introvert, and she doesn't like speaking to me consistently. <laughs> <laughs> like, like her gift is sustained periods of silence, right? So um, I knew I needed a, a, um, an outlet, and she went, babe, you should, you should try improv. I, I think you would love it. You get to connect with people, and I know you like to do that. So, um, so that's what made me sign, sign up. And, and similar to your story, um, I did drama in high school. Like I was Ike Turner in the school play, which was what? very- Ike Turner? Yeah, we, we did a, um, a play called Proud Mary about Tina Turner. Was there, was there abuse in the play? What'd you say? Was there abuse in the play? Um, there was a eat the cake anime scene. <laughs> but but you, you know, you want to be true to the source to material. The, right, right, right. So, so, so there, there was something in the past that I think sort of drew me to it, but specifically it was just the serendipity of a walking past IA and, um, and going in. I'm hung up on this like turn. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I don't know if we could have pulled it off now. <laughs> did you get cheered? <laughs> I, I I did because halfway through the scene of rolling on the river, my wig fell off, and I just picked it up and threw it into the audience, <laughs> nice. and they loved it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 great. The actually funny the young lady who I did the scene with. We still, when we see each other, you know, say, eat the cake anime. And we just like, we just know. Again, I don't know if you can get away with that now, but, uh, but it worked back then. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, did you take class at IB or you, you came here? Came here. Oh, thank you. That, that's a good catch. I'm saying IB and I actually mean um, IA. Uh. Oh well, yeah, I'll it was like you're like I walked into IB and I walked downstairs. <laughs> like you just went straight into the green green room. <laughs> Never make house teams now. Ed, <laughs> um, you hooked up with the Buscow guys. They were in yeah, your class. They were in my level one. So we had Patty for level one, and we all just sort of connected, um, auditioned, and, and I don't know if it just sort of happened organically. There was a subset of us who had this moment of like, this is really fun. How can we? Do more of it. What books do we need to read? And we've been building ever since. I'm a I'm a big fan of Buscow because um, they're they're a relatively new group, but they're really involved. Like um, Zach, Ryan, and Bill do the, their, their podcast. Yep. Uh, Bill and Joey do that the sketch game. So yep. uh, I, I as somebody that I, I try to get involved as much as I can in different projects, I appreciate people that do the same. Yeah, yeah. We are a pretty intense group, but um, but I think it just it goes goes back to like we enjoy it so much so then the next logical step is like how many different ways can we do this? How can we get better? Are there some venues that we can check out? But um, it's been pretty fun. Yeah. Alright, I want to do the made up movie game next. So I am going to put my iPod on right. shuffle. Whatever the next song is, I'm going to ask you to um, make a brief plot synopsis, yeah. uh, like a movie, as if you were watching it on Comcast, hit the info button, just whatever that blurb is. Okay. And we'll uh, just do a couple scenes from it. Sound good? Sounds great. All right. Here we go. Shuffle and...
It's a clip from Pulp Fiction. It's not gonna work. No. <laughs> it's about it's called Pulp Fiction. <laughs> it's the clip about them talking about the pig from. It has to be one mo charming motherfucking pig. <laughs> I had the whole Pulp Fiction soundtrack on my phone. Well, I'm glad you don't want to reenact it right now because I've seen that movie like once. All right. So this is As Tears Go By by the Rolling Stones. Okay. As Tears Go By. We're coming up with a plot. Yep. Little Bear is a young Native American. His family is on the Trail of Tears. But Little Bear decides that he is going to run off with a group of um, British travelers and they take him back to their hometown of England where he struggles to fit in uh, with the other young preppy boys. All right. I forgot that the name of the song already because I was so enthralled by your, <laughs> by your story. As tears go by. As tears, As go, tears by. go by. So. There's a lady named Sandra who's in an abusive relationship, and she's having some trouble um, getting out. Um, she's went to the court system to get a restraining order, and they didn't uh, give it to her. So now what she's trying to do is hatch an escape um, with her child, who is little Sandra. They call her LS for short. And they are finding themselves being rescued by a band of abused women um, and the name of their group is called uh, The Tears Go By. They don't make it outside of the house in enough time before um, the husband comes back. Uh, his name is Daryl. No idea why. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. We don't have to tell the whole story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so normally we do one. Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> see, see, the, the podcast that I watched didn't have this uh, oh. this, this skill on there because I just saw the last one. Yeah, I was gonna say something, but again, I was so enthralled, oh. <laughs> I was so enthralled by you. You know what? I think we should try to do. You know, we got two good plots here. Let's let's try to do uh, a, scene, a, a, a little see uh, one scene from each or a little bit of each. Okay. Uh, let's start with, as tears go by, one. <laughs> Damn it, I can't find my arrowheads. They're all over the place. Oh, is this the arrow you're looking for, mate? Oh, where, where did you come from? Why are, you, why are you wearing such a funny hat? 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 <laughs> my father gave me this hat. He was born in it, as was I. Little John. Who is your friend? I guess we could be friends. I don't have any friends. Well, shoot this arrow first. Oh, I can do that. Put, put this apple on your hat. Now walk 90 yards that way. All right, one second. I ran, I hope you don't mind. Don't mind at all. Close your eyes. All right. Oh my God, he took the apple right off my hat. Oh. What is your name? Little Bear. Little Bear. That's, where are you from? I am from this land. You're not from this land. This is my home. Oh, I've heard about this. He thinks everything is his land. Mm. You think you were here first? I don't know. 
Can I interest you in some maize? Uh, I don't know. I can boss very easily, but maybe. I think you people refer to it as corn. Oh, yes, corn. He's brought us corn. Ah, thank you. Thank you so much. Friends. We will be friends. You know what, today? I'm going to name, give today a name. On this day, from now on forth, we will call it Thanks Bear. Thanks Bear. Yes. I like the ring of that. <laughs> Hopefully, in the future, they will have massive sales the night after Thanks Bear. We shall sell corn. The corn of the cob? We call it maize. And see. <laughs> Thank you, Teddy. Oh, yeah. You're welcome like, am so I, much. Am I in this? Again, because I didn't see the entire podcast. I went, well, maybe they just do a scene. So. All right. I as someone doesn't steal that idea and write it into a movie. As tears go by, part two. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I think. I need to leave Charlie. I've been telling you that for years, girl. You need to get out of this place. Yeah, Mom. You need to leave that Charlie. But he don't treat me well, but he does pay for my student loans, and I don't know if I can give that up. Girl, you're fine. You can find another man anytime you want. Yeah, listen to Aunt Barbara. Aunt Barbara don't have no man. It's true. What are you getting on me for? I'm trying to help you. You're just judging me. Well, Mom, how about this? We'll give Dad one more chance. Tonight, when he comes home, if he's nice to us, then we'll stay. I like that plan. Oh, Dad, always forgetting his keys. I'll let him in. Open the door, boy. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Boy, what are you doing up? It's late. Oh, he was just studying. He has a big Don't test make excuses arm. for the boy. Dad, but Dad, we we really, we've got to tell you something. Well, first, we made you this cake. Oh, I'll eat the cake. But first, I'm going to put your face in it, woman. No! <laughs> you too, boy. Eat some cake. Okay. <laughs> no, you're enjoying it too much. <laughs> Spit that cake out. Oh, okay. Who's going to clean up the mess now? Maybe your ugly sister. Mom, I think we should leave. Hello, welcome to As Tears Go By Women's Shelter. <laughs> Thank you for getting my text message. I, I didn't know you would be here so soon. Rwanda, are you ready? We have to go now. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> you get back here, woman. Hold on, I'm just gonna grab some cake off the floor and bring with us. It's <laughs> that might be the most depressing <laughs> made up movie. Game. <laughs> Wait, we gotta give her some redemption here. Some way for her to get ahead. I think our story's just gonna mirror Tina <laughs> I don't know how my starting off with Trail of Tears was not the darkest thing that came out of that. I'm thinking like if we did if we did like a fast forward, I guess it would be a callback and you're like talking about your college essay. And, um, <laughs> oh how I get into college. Yeah, right? on, on a scholarship. Yeah. <laughs> I want to study at Harvard because I, I knew at that moment I would be a pastry chef. <laughs> <laughs>
right. So, uh, Jarrell, what do you have coming up for the shows? So we're, we're pretty excited for Bus Cow this uh, 13th. I think that's a Wednesday, right? Um, at 7 o'clock, we're doing our first show for Studio 40. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. Nice. And you, you're doing the Y, uh, used to be the Y show, uh, Just Comedy now at Hennessy's. Yeah. On yeah. Mondays. Doing that on Monday as well. Little the tune up. 13th is a Friday. So don't trust me, I'm getting my. my uh, <laughs> Studio 40 is on Friday. It is on Friday. Yeah. It's actually an awesome slot. I was on a team mm-hmm. once. Uh, it was really random this edition for a team that was like automatically put on it and just for one run. But man, Fridays at 7 o'clock, like. It's just the best time, you know, you know. It's Friday, so you're all super excited, yeah. anyways. You yeah. get to do a show. You still have your whole night ahead of you. After it's, it's really awesome, especially in the summer. I think Buscow is hosting the Just Suspects show this week, this Wednesday. We are. That's it is a it is a big day for us. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Nice. Um, Teddy, what do you got going on? Um, so we also are doing uh, Just Comedy. On Monday, I will not be there, but uh, you should still go. It'll still be funny, maybe. I like the venue a lot. Uh, change of venue. Yeah, that first, that first, uh, this last Monday was the first one. It was, it was great. Yeah. Um, the atmosphere was perfect. Yeah, good, the whole place good to vibe. Itself. Normally yeah. at a bar, it's like yeah. improv doesn't work, but it's like that's the whole reason everyone's there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's great. We've got uh, Mrs. Peanuts is doing Sketch House on the twelfth. Uh, that's at 9 p.m. We have all new stuff we're doing, which is going to be a lot of fun. Um, we just uh, rehearsed last night, actually, and I'm really excited about that stuff. Uh, OK Cowboy is... We have a show at Awkward Compliment on the... I don't know when it is, because, again, I won't be there. <laughs> I'm not actually in any groups. <laughs> uh, but we're really pumped for... Uh, OK Cowboy is going to be at Double Close Marathon. Nice. The end of the month. So if you want to go to New York City, uh, although I will say, Del Close Marathon. I went. I did go last year, and it is amazing. If you want to see some mind blowing improv, um, make it down. If not this year, definitely try to go next year. I was, because I don't know. I, I was thinking about trying to go. I don't know if tickets are still. If you can still get in, or I don't. I really don't know how. The, this is my first year. Yeah. 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 No, I'm sure you could still get a wristband. Uh, you just pay one. You know. 30 bucks, I think, and you just go, whatever show you can get into, you go to. Do we have to, like, drop your name? <laughs> yeah. I'm here for Teddy Myers. <laughs> They're like, uh, I'm not paying for money. There's 4,000 improvisers here. Uh, so, no, we're really excited. Teddy though. Myers, did you not hear me? <laughs> Check the list again. Check the list again. I know I'm on it. There's three Teddy Myers. Uh, yeah, no, we got a really sweet slot, though. It's Saturday at 7 o'clock. It's a side theater, but I looked up the group who's going after us. It's a two-person group, but the one of the women who's in it, she's UCB, uh, you know, main stage, ASCAD. She had a stint on uh, Broad City, that show. And come. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited. We're, like, going on right before her, so like she's going to draw opener. a crowd. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Um, that, that's all you have? Uh, there's probably more, but okaycowboy.com. <laughs> We have a website. Nice. Matt Kieran made that for us. Uh, EcoCom, my improv group, we're doing Just Comedy on Monday. We are running our second show ever. Um, what else are you going to do Wednesdays at Maggie's Lounge? It is coming Wednesday, the 11th, uh, with a bunch of great teams. 
and also some stand-ups. Uh, Sam Ike is going to do some stand-up there. Uh, Friday, sorry, Friday. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm doing another podcast next Friday. Yeah, <laughs> Thursday though. Uh, Eagle Com will be at uh, Awkward Compliment in Somerville. And as far as podcasts go, check out uh, Gerald's classmates, Ryan, Bill, and Zach. Deep Podcuts. It's also on Bits, the improv, Boston Improv Talk Station. You'd think mm-hmm. I would know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I bet. And also check out uh, the back episodes of Bill and Tim's Bogus Podcast. Check out um, the episode I did with Matt Besser a couple days ago. I think it came out well. The audio's not that great. Did it over Skype, but I think the content's good. So if you haven't listened to that, I would check that out. Yeah, I was really pumped when it was like, hey, you want to do the podcast? <laughs> By the way, you're following Matt Besser. <laughs> Great. I'm going to be really excited to hear what the hell I have to say. I was lucky to get him. I just shot him at like a Facebook message, and he, he was so, so cool. Awesome. I was like, he just asked me when and set it up. So it, it was awesome. It was really an honor to talk to him. I'm going to try to reach out to more big names yeah, and see what happens. <laughs> Amy Poehler, what's up? <laughs> you have to have Jared on the show next week to ask him um, these questions we were talking about. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, that's about it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And rest in peace, non-improvisers. Peace.